Alternatives at 314 Garrison Road in Macon, Georgia. You can find this good old boy on Facebook at DPF Alternatives Macon, Georgia. They service diesel vehicle semis, pickup, tractors, heavy equipment, anything that uses diesel. They clean all admission systems and diesels and they give you a one year warranty. They also sell aftermarket filters, offer 24 hour service. Look, my dad recently, this is how we got hooked up with these guys. Uh, my dad recently had to take his truck somewhere to get it serviced, and the guys over at DPF hooked us up, and we come to find out that he listened to the show because his sister had been on the show a lot. So, pretty much like family now. So, if your diesel needs its emission system cleaned or serviced, I'm telling you, go check out my guys over at DFP in Macon, Georgia. You can call them now at 478 973 Eight five zero two. Tell them you heard their ad on the Josh Terry podcast and get fifty dollars off. DPF Alternatives Make in Georgia. Shout out to my boys over at Deep South Chemical. A couple weeks ago, they heard the ad on the podcast, and they sent me over some of the stuff that they sell. Some chemicals that you wash your vehicles with. Some degreasers, some tire shine, some waxes, all that good stuff. And let me tell you, folks. Their stuff isn't like the shit you get at Walmart. This isn't like the shit you get from O'Reilly's. They gave me this stuff for my tires and rims, and all I had to do was spray it on and wipe it off. I didn't have to scrub. I didn't have to break my damn back. Their stuff literally was so good, I just had to wipe it off. I know I would have used these guys again, even if they wouldn't have sponsored the show. So it tickled me when they decided to do it this month. So I need you guys to please go look up deep. South Chemical. Call them today. They'll ship the stuff to you. Their phone number is 404-909-4257. That's Deep South Chemical. Tell Mr. Scott that Josh Terry sent you. Let me tell y'all about Blue Collar Alliance. Y'all need y'all to go look it up on Facebook right now. It is a great group on Facebook, and it's way more than that. My buddy, Bubba Malbrew, is helping out blue-collar workers left and right. He also has a roofing company. Just go look it up if you don't mind. Blue Collar Alliance. One of the artists that I would really like for y'all to take a look at is my guy, Mark Ware. Mark was in here a couple weeks ago. He tells his story. You guys need to go listen to that episode. Also, go follow all of his social media. Mark Ware Music on everything. Dude is solid. He's a good friend of the show. He'll be playing a writer's round with us coming up May the 24th up in Nashville. Go look him up now. Mark Ware Music. Let me tell you about my girl, Miss Erica, with Crooked W Consulting. 
She has a small marketing and design agency out of North Carolina. She offers small, affordable business solutions that tailor your business and startups nationwide. She's currently doing my new website. I'm telling you folks, you need to let her do yours. She's doing us a jam up job. She also offers digital marketing, graphic design, and social media management. If I'm using her here at the studio, there ain't no reason why your small business shouldn't. Look her up on Facebook and Instagram at Crooked W Consulting or text her now at 919-351-2084. Crooked W Consulting. Hit up Miss Erica now. You won't be disappointed. Let's give a quick shout out to Nobles Networking. Guys, if you're looking for a new internet provider, they hook me up here at the studio and at my house. If you live out in the country and you can't find nowhere else where to get your internet or you're paying too much for Hargrave or any of that other shit, look up Nobles Networking. 478-308-0596. You are going to love it. I'm telling you, it works great for me. It runs everything here at the studio at my house perfectly. Hit up Nobles Networking. Let me tell you about Lori's Dive-In in Alamo, Georgia. I ran her ad several times now. She's been with me since I started doing this stuff. Even if it's not convenient for you, take some time, go out of your way, and go eat there. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. She takes pride in her staff, her food, her service, every single aspect. So, Please go check out Lori's Dive In in Alamo, Georgia at 18 Commerce Street, Alamo, Georgia. Phone number there is 912-568-1945. Lori's Dive In. If you've seen me wearing hats lately that's got D-Y-H on it, it stands for Down Yonder Hat Co. Seth Bazemore, a buddy of mine, he owns that company, and he has sent me some of their hats. Let me tell you, I love them. I've worn them in a lot of my stuff lately, and I plan on wearing them a lot more. I've shared them with some of my friends. He has a startup business, and I'm telling you guys, you would absolutely love them. So do me a favor. Go right now to his Instagram at Down Yonder Hat Co. Check them out. They also have a website, downyonderhatco.com. Order some stuff from them and tag them on Instagram. And when you do, make sure when you make the post, you say that you heard about the hats and down yonder right here on the Josh Terry Podcast. Now, let's get to the show. All right, folks, thank y'all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. If you can't tell, we're already having fun here at Raising Grace Studios. Uh, I think I'm going to get a chance to introduce you guys to some folks that you might not have heard yet, but the first time I heard them at Cashman's Pub, shout out to my guy, Ron, um, who's also a sponsor of this show. Thank you, brother, for that. I was blown away because I just hadn't, I hadn't seen y'all or heard y'all yet, and these folks that are listening to y'all now are going to be blown away. So I'd like to introduce y'all to the Boswells. The Boswells hey. with Z's. <laughs> Do what? I said with Z's. We always have to tell people. No, you no, said it wrong. You said it wrong. Oh, you scared the shit out of me. No. I, I'm notorious <laughs> for saying people's names wrong. I'm notorious for it. No. I did a whole show with this dude one time. His name was Gray. 
legit called him Gary the whole fucking time. <laughs> he never corrected you. Oh, he was just as nice as he could be. Switch those letters. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm dyslexic anyway, yeah. but I'm just stupid as fuck too. <laughs> so, I just, it just didn't hit me that somebody's name would actually be Gray. That's now we great. go everywhere and everywhere we're promoting every, they always put S's. They put S's? Yeah. Because, so like, you know, that's how you're supposed to spell it. B-O-S-W-E-L-L-S. But, because we needed the domain name and we needed to, yeah. you know, protect ourselves. Said nobody has Z's. Let's do Z's. And I, I like to be Z's. fancy. Why can't I just be fancy? I'm gonna say the but, Z's and yeah. anything are always cool. I'd like to say it was a marketing strategy, but it was just a domain strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I like the honesty. <laughs> if I, uh, I have so many times put something on social media, somebody be like. You know you misspelled that, right? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I just did it the cool way. Right? Little right. do they know, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, and dyslexic. Never say you did it on purpose. No, no. If you move move the R and the A. Uh, gray becomes Gary. There you go. I got well, it. Well, introduce y'all sales to everybody real fast, and drop your social media handles uh, to start off with, so they can go look you up. All right. Well, I'm Shayna Boswell, and I'm the wife of the amazing Dwayne. Boswell here. Okay, I'm Dwayne D. Boz Boswell, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> social media is is uh, everything at at Dwayne Boswell, or is it at Dwayne D. Boz Boswell? I don't even know. That's pretty sad. You it's can find it's me. not. I swear to God, nobody knows their social media handles. Everything yeah. is at the Boswells. Oh, the, yeah, just us. Who cares? You said drop your social. Well, it's, I meant introduce like, ourselves and personal. Don't go to my personal page because I'm never there, and you won't. I won't, I'm not being mean to you, but I'm not there, and I'm not going to respond to you. Well, I'm at the Boswells. Come talk to me. Shay Boz Music. Shay Boz S H A B O Z Music with a K. Come holla at your girl. You give, <laughs> you're giving these people way too much information. I, I can already tell they're like, what the heck? We're at the Boswells. B O Z W E L L Z. For a married couple, don't like y'all have fun at all. It looks like you're fucking miserable. <laughs> y'all seem like y'all are best friends. Mm-hmm. We are. Definitely. Cool. Absolutely. That's cool. I didn't realize until, and I guess I should have got it from the the name when I saw y'all Cashman's. <laughs> but but I remember Ron being like, because uh, I asked who y'all were, and he was like the Boswells, and I was like, okay, that's cool. What what's that mean? And he's like, no dumbass, they're married. <laughs> and I was like, this makes even more sense now. This makes it ten times better. You have no idea how many people. Ask us that though they don't get it. They well, like what? Why did you choose that name? Because it's, it's our name. I thought that, like y'all just went to like Boswell High School or some shit, and that's where y'all <laughs> the Fighting Boswells. Yeah. Y'all were just in the band, and you were like, <laughs> "Let's do this." Marching, marching band. How did y'all meet? Did we're already both in music before? Or did we y'all we met. We met in the marching band at Boswell High School. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I walked right into that yeah, yeah. bitch. She said it up good. No, we actually met at an open mic. No at, shit. In Macon, yeah. Georgia. At the Hummingbird. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah. shout out to Hummingbird. Thank you for letting me do shows there. I very much appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to hate the Hummingbird. I swear. I used to never want to go in there. And now, I really enjoy it. Really? I, I don't know what it is. I think I used to be the problem. You I think? Pro- oh, absolutely. I don't like hipsters. I have, right. I have a problem... I, I was explaining this to somebody the other day. I like cowboys. I like hippies. But I don't like hipsters. And they were like, well, what's a hipster? And I was like, the only difference is hipsters do stuff because everybody else is doing it and they think it's cool. Cowboys or hippies do it because they want to. Yeah. 
And that's what I always used to feel like at the Hummingbird when I walked in there. It'd just be like, this is nothing but fucking hipster. Has like, it changed? Yeah, it's pretty cool now. Yeah. Uh, that's why they wanted to do the Honky Tonk Nights with me. Oh, okay. I didn't say we don't know much about what's okay, going on around here. Okay, we're, so, never, we're never home. So, so a couple of months ago, Lisa Williams, uh, who's running their stuff now, um, reached out to me, and there were several bars that had asked me to to do stuff with them, and I was I'm hesitant in doing it because I'm I'm an asshole, but I'm like the friendly type of asshole. I just know what works for my brand and what works for me and what doesn't. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna sit here with you guys and be fake or anything and then as soon as we leave not like in Dorshaw and be like they were fucking awesome I'm not gonna have people I don't like their music or their talent on my show just because they're popular right. or, or whatever they have a social media following if you are do something with me it's because I generally like what you do mm-hmm. and there were some places not gonna name names that were like hey we want you to do this we want to host stuff but these are the artists that we've already got lined up, and I'd be like, oh, "I'm good, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't need that's a free, fair. I don't need a free yeah. bar tab like yeah, that fair. bad. Like, I, yeah. I'll, I'll go short. listen to what I want to. And mm-hmm. well, you two probably know better than anybody that when somebody says a Nashville talent <laughs> or a Nashville artist, Ooh. yeah, there's a big spectrum right there right. of what mm-hmm. a Nashville artist is or the quality. Mm-hmm. You guys, even though y'all aren't in Nashville, you guys are better than shit. Ninety percent of some of the folks that are unsigned artists that I've seen. Oh, like that's you. how much I enjoyed listening to y'all. Thank, thank you. And it's ridiculous to me that there's a talent like this around here, and that y'all play up the coast and everything. Like y'all, y'all have shows, mm-hmm. but like. Why aren't the bars here being like we've if we've got an open date or whatever in three or four months? Let's reach out to them because of the talent level. Like y'all are so good, and but there's more folks like around here, but then they want to book somebody that's trash, but they're gonna do it for two hundred dollars. I think you that's know? I think it's all a financial thing, and sure. one thing we found is we go places that can afford us yeah. and that we can work a lot. Quite frankly, um, around you know. If you're not in a tourist area or a big city, you can work two days a week, yeah. Friday and Saturday. And no full-time musician can sustain themselves mm-hmm. on that, especially when everybody's cutting each other in the throat with the, with the money situation. So we just made a decision. We were going to be touring artists and just travel and go where the money was and go where the people are and stay big cities and tourist areas. And we don't play at home for that reason. Everybody goes, why don't you play at home? Then we book something at home and nobody comes. So uh, we're like, let's not part. even worry we about it. We are. I, <laughs> I am a huge, <laughs> huge... I don't even, it's not definitely not fed. I'm an mm. asshole when it comes to this. Your hometown, it, my hometown is 20 minutes that way, Eastman, Georgia. And most of the shows I do are in Macon that are local. I understand folks not coming to support you in Nashville because it's so far. Yeah. But I got friends. I got folks that you're just like, are they like every post you put up or whatever? Mm-hmm. I ain't seen them in a fucking bar yet. That's, that's the way it is, I ain't man. seen them in an event yet. Your hometown, mm-hmm. they... I almost feel like if you're doing something different than them, they want to see you fail. They low-key want to be like, I told you you so. Most people just don't. It's hard to get your home. Jesus couldn't do miracles in his hometown. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I I ain't never heard that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So, you You know what I'm saying? Copyrighted that shit. (laughs) That's how I am stealing it. You could could take it. It's in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) 
But seriously, it goes way back. People just, they say, oh, isn't that um, the carpenter's son from over here? Yeah. And Joker's doing miracles all over the freaking right. place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I get why people don't do it because you're you're common to them. We we went to high school with you, or we know, you know, right. you live where we live. We'll see, we'll catch you next time. You're doing the nice version of this. Yeah. I, I just think that they're fucking jealous. And I, there's no reason to be jealous, though. We're, like, yeah, we're not doing what they're... We don't go to the yeah. hospital and, and, and yeah. mess with... Hell, the, I'm probably more jealous of their bank account <laughs> than they are of my life. Can I get a surgeon's bank account? You ain't lying. Like, I'm, I'm real proud of you for what you're doing. I'd like to have your money, please, if you don't mind, because exactly. being a dreamer don't pay the bills half the damn time. Mm-hmm. Man. I hear you. I hear you. I just, I just choose to, you know... Just take the high road and say, you know, we're not going to play here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just easier for me to just not deal with it. And I've had a lot of people tell me that throughout my life, uh, people who've been successful in music who live here and come from here, they they all say the exact same thing. Why don't waste your time playing here? They're not going to go. Got to go and build a build your following somewhere else. You shouldn't. You don't want to be known as a local artist. Don't play locally. So, yeah, I just so. to me, I still have enough petty in me though <laughs> that that I'm waiting till that day to where the show's doing well. But when it gets to a point to where I've got fuck you money or however you want to say, if I ever get that, I'm throwing a parade in my hometown. <laughs> I'll be I'll be damned. I my fat ass is riding up and down Main Street, sitting on the back of Camaro. With some <laughs> some badass playmates on each arm, and I'm gonna throw out candy to each one of some of the bitches that says I wasn't ever gonna make it, and every float is gonna be something in honor of me. Hey, <laughs> like, I, I refuse. No, I, I I just and I get I, to me, I wish that it was your hometown that supported you the most instead of complete strangers. I wished it was too, but it's just not that way. And it's never been that way. And it's never going to be that way. So why lose sleep over it? And I kind of enjoy coming home and be able to go to the grocery store and and, and don't worry about it. You know, I'm just, just, I can chill. I can, you know, well, sometimes we're out of town. There's some places we go to, we're more known there than we are here. And we, you know, we can't like Hilton head, South Carolina, we can't go to the grocery store without people coming up to us and talk talk to us. 13 mile island. island. (laughs) I mean, my goodness. We're like, it's unbelievable. We, you know, we feel like celebrities there because we just, we go there all the time now and we're just, it's great. So that's cool that y'all say that because that's when I go to Nashville with our friend group, my, our friend group are so good about us sharing each other's stuff mm-hmm. yeah. and like, so like creative people helping out creative people. Mm-hmm. And what, what you looking for? The music. I hear oh, you hear it's probably the radio <laughs> over there. I think that's on mute. <laughs> I, I turned this on. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. man. I'm telling you, I've watched it a thousand times. That's great. But uh, when I'm up there, we're so good about sharing each other's stuff. I'll have some random person come up to me and be like, man, I sure like your show. I sure like the stuff that you're doing and everything. That's great. And it's like, I can't get that at fucking Walmart where I live. Nope. And it's but that's like, okay. How, how is this a thing? Like but that's okay. And it's fine because even I'm in petty. that moment, I bet I want you it to be honest. In that moment, it makes you feel good. That says, you know what? People are listening. Oh yeah, People exactly. People are paying attention. So even if it's not at home, you're getting the the 
gratification yeah. or that re- that encouragement that you need, mm-hmm. you know. And like, we all need encouragement. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it, it sucks to do a show somewhere and nobody shows up. I mean, or oh, I or whatever. That. It's yeah. it's it, it's a it's a bad feeling. But then uh, you know. A week later, you have a sold out show and people are everywhere and they think you're the best thing ever. So it's not because you suck or, or you're the greatest thing ever. It, it kind of humbles you and puts you in the middle. And you're like, yeah. okay. There, there's a girl just, that travels there with us. So we got like this friend group that whether it's Nashville, Texas, wherever we go, it's a bunch of people that are either artists, up and coming artists, or social media influencers. And we go everywhere with each other, help each other do social media mm-hmm. and yeah. shows like this and everything. That's great. And one of the girls that does it with us, her name is Macy. So she just started chasing her dream as being a musician. Mm-hmm. The girl's good. And during Cinco de Mayo a couple weeks ago, she came down from North Carolina to play a show with these guys that are already pretty decently known here called the Ranch Hands. And this was the first time she had ever played somewhere that wasn't about her and nobody was singing along to her or whatever. And she's like a little sister to me. Yeah. So she comes off stage and you could even see it on her face. It was where like while she was out there playing, she was like, nobody's fucking singing strawberry wine with me. Right. It's devastating. Like, it's like, and I told her when she got off stage, I was like, look, sweetie, I know you don't know this shit, but you're going to have days and nights just like this. You don't sit there and tell them, hey, y'all sing along or y'all come up to the stage or whatever. You don't beg them. And she wasn't really begging, but it just at one point in time, it just seemed like, hey, I'm overdoing it with the crowd to where like y'all or other artists that are more veteran in it had to figure out at some point in time, just like you said, you might have a shit show on a Thursday, mm-hmm. sold out on a Friday. Right. Well, he yep. had to teach me that because yep. mm-hmm. there was like when we first You pull your mic just a little bit closer to you. There you go. When we first started doing this together, like he's got a bit more of a resume mm-hmm. than I do. And so when I started going into this music thing, I was still a baby. And so I felt like everybody should be on the same page as me. It's like I I looked for that. If you didn't say, if I didn't hear hear somebody screaming or somebody yelling great job or somebody wanting to shake my hand at the end of the day or something, sing people singing along, if I didn't hear that, then I felt like it wasn't good. Yeah. And I hate that for folks. I hate that. It's got to be so discouraging. I've never had to be the guy that's on stage. Like, I'm always the one that is an MC or hosting an event. And usually if I'm up there, I'm already drunk anyway, more than likely, because I know I don't have to do nothing (laughs) but one or two punchlines, tell the crowd to either get your ass up there and hang Mm -hmm. out, or you're not going to. Right. Like, I know, just introduce the artist, tell something quick, then get the hell off. I don't think I could deal with staying up there if it's dead, but I have a lot of respect for the ones that – do their job, still put on a hell of a show, mm-hmm. and just power through it because you know that the next day is going to yep. be better. And you do. You have to. You have to try to try to give the same energy, even though it's impossible. But you have to do the best you can and still be good. And even if she's not, um, might not have the energy or whatever, she's going to sing the. the Paint off the walls every you time. It's not going to matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's always going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be great. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so you just have to feel that because when the audience is giving back to you, that energy, man, it just goes back and forth. And people don't realize that. If the audience sucks, 
you you have a hard time up there doing a good show just I, to be good, not great. Yeah. Just I, you know what I'm saying. I had to learn. Uh, it was probably it was probably last year at some point in time. I'm so used to going to riders' rounds that when I've got like a buddy playing a show or something, whether it's on Broadway or somewhere else in Macon or wherever, like I was starting to get offended by people being <laughs> disrespectful. Is in my mind. Or just talking. Yeah, yeah, it's just shut the fuck up and listen to the song. It's a listening room. Yeah. Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> and, but like, I had to I had to stop doing that because I get so passionate about the people that I'm mm-hmm. going to watch. You're not even, if somebody's sitting next to me at the table and they're being too loud, I'll mm-hmm. tell them to shut the hell up. Even if they're mm-hmm. with us. I'm, yeah, I that's get weird. it. I, do too. I, I, had, <laughs> I had to stop myself because I would be in Cashman's or I'd be somewhere. Yeah, they're and, not listening. And, right. and they're not listening. Yeah. And like, I just want to turn around and slap the shit out the whole bar. Yeah. And they're like, why are you not? Especially when somebody plays an original. Right. I am big on when somebody plays an original and they're telling a story behind mm-hmm. it. We yeah. we did a show at Live Oak a couple weeks ago. That was a couple months ago. And this woman and her friend, God bless their soul, because I know they listen to the show now. They didn't know who the hell we were before then. They came. They sit in the front row of it. And they're shit-faced. Like, you can tell they did not know they were going to a rider's round. Mm-hmm. They are fucking plastered. And they would not shut up. And there's a guy, his name's Hunter Mounts. He was up there telling a story about a kid that he went to school with that passed away as a child. And the kid loved the rodeo. And it was like, the song's called like Kindergarten Rodeo Clown or something like that. And it's like a sad-ass song. And they're giggling. And my drunk ass done took to me shots of tequila. <laughs> And I'm sitting on stage and my mic's off and I start taking the fucking lime out of where they're on the table and throwing them at them. And and I was like, shut the fuck up. And then I have to get on my high horse as soon as that's over. And as soon as that song's over and I address the crowd and I'm like, by the way, you're at a writer's round. If somebody's telling you a heartfelt story, please sit there and shut the fuck up. And luckily, the owner and them loved me because anybody anywhere else, I would have yeah, got. They, they would have been, like, been like, "Okay, you're a dick. You're harassing our of, patrons." A lot of rooms have somebody designated to yeah. do that. They'll go to the table and they'll yeah. ask, you know, please, uh, please turn your cell phone off, please. Yeah. You know, somebody who's designated to do it. Some places don't, and it makes it really difficult because they kind of expect the songwriters yeah. to well, see, to take control of a drunk audience member, and it's not fair to right. do that to the songwriter. Well, that's We're why I think comedians. the songwriters that we do stuff with like me so much because I'm not, I'll be like, y'all shut the fuck up. Like, especially mm-hmm. if it's my event. Yeah. Um, I've only, I've seen another one of our buddies. We do a lot of stuff with veteran stuff, um, veteran mental health awareness and, and just veteran foundations. And uh, there was a guy telling a suicide story on stage, Ooh. and it was the guy who started the organization. And one of my buddies, who I would have never thought in a hundred years, this guy's a full-blown professional, not a songwriter, just a really good dude, looks out at the crowd, and it's like, if y'all don't shut the fuck up and listen. And I was like, okay, if it's cool for him to do that, then I think it's okay for me to do it, because people do need to shut up and listen to to the stories Mm -hmm. and everything. And... And I just I get so offended by it, and I don't know why. I guess I, I do too. And I think one thing I've what's hard for for me, I don't know about you, but coming from doing listening rooms, yeah, and then going and playing what I call a gig, where they're there to get drunk and dance or whatever, and you have that mentality coming from this great songwriter room yep. where you've just 
you know, told stories and they're listening and they're clapping and they're just paying attention to your every, the, it's so quiet. And then you have to go the next day and do something totally different. That's hard for me is to switch gears from that. Knowing these people don't know who we are, don't care who we are. We're just there to provide, you know, some drunk music so they can get out and dance or whatever. Yeah, you know? that's, I had that's somebody, hard. I had somebody break it down to me at one time. To look at it yeah. like that, and he—it's it, funny because it's true. And you talk about best friends. Mm-hmm. Best friends got each other's back. Yeah. Okay. So there's moments where he'll be in that mode, and he'll be like, I'll get a, I'll "They get don't a, fucking care." I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, don't I don't give a shit what we play. I don't give a, they don't fucking what's care. bad about me is I do have a little bit of comedian in me, and yeah. I'll um, I'll I'll just start like harassing people on, from the <laughs> microphone because they're drunk anyway. I have a mic. Don't. And if somebody, oh, heaven forbid, somebody comes up to me and says something to me about play this song, I've tipped you this much, you play, play uh, you know, whatever, Sweet Home Alabama. And man, I got a microphone, and, you know, I'll say, no, that's a hundred dollars. So I'll, you know, I'll start being a dick. And boy, it's, it's a fine line from a, when people are paying you to to entertain their crowd and and me coming back at them because I feel like I'm I'm a singer songwriter bitch you should see that I get it trust me the I flip side of get that it. I can be a dick somebody has to be level headed yeah. yeah that's her I'm that's glad her. I, it ain't ever gonna be me I'll yeah. tell you that I ain't, I'm never mm. gonna be the voice of reason well yeah. I, it's not even and he'll tell you it's not even always me sometimes I and I've done it before. But be the gig, and I'd be like, "Okay, you can sing the rest of the songs. I'm done." <laughs> get aggravated. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. But you know, during break, he'll be like, "Hey, reel it back in." But that's why you need that person to be like. Yeah. That's why we are. It's great to have a are. partner and not be up there by yourself. Because uh, when you're dealing with all this stuff, sometimes when you got somebody beside you, I can uh, I start playing a guitar solo, and you know, we I have a looper, and sometimes you know we play dance music. I'll make a beat, and I can just goof off and start looking at her and playing for her, and we just start having a good yeah, time together. Sometimes we energy. do that, and they say forget them, they suck. You know what I mean? We can do that we too. We create our own energy, and I tell people that all the time. I'm like, look, it may not be great, it might be good, but guess what? I'm going to play to you in front of two people that I would for 200 or 2000. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either way, I'm going to give you everything. Yeah, we're going to give it all to you. That's where that line is drawn from that $100 a man to we set the bracket to a different standard. Yeah, I don't I don't blame you. Yeah, is y'all know what y'all are bringing to the table. You and, have and to it's know. unique and it's good. Absolutely. I can see how you get pissy. I, I'd see how you know you have to reel it back in to put on a good show. <laughs> it, it'd be hard for me, but that, that's why the good Lord didn't give me musical talent. Because right. I would, I, I yeah. love me some Jamie Johnson, but the stories I've heard about him and Aaron Lewis and stuff about when they get aggravated, leave yeah. them the hell alone. Mm-hmm. That because that's how passionate they are. Yeah. I have a feeling that I'd be the same way, and I would shoot myself in the foot so many mm-hmm. places. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd do well with it. Yeah, and just realizing when you're on an original gig and when you're on a cover gig, they're two different. Yeah. Two different. Or a corporate gig. Boy, you really got to humble yeah. yourself at a corporate <laughs> gig because they're paying you a lot of money. I just saw it. funny you say that. <laughs> um, the girl who uh, sings the Tennessee Orange song, the Megan Maroney. I love that song. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I, I, I've, I, got, I I've got a really good buddy that plays lead for her. This guy, I have never seen him. Without blue jeans 
and a cutoff on Metallica shirt, something mm-hmm. like that. Like right. that's just what he's always done. And right. the drummer for them too, Eric Pritchard. And they did a show yesterday with her on like Good Morning America or some shit. And they had him in pleated pants nice. with with like a button-up Pearl Snap Western wear shirt, long sleeve. Oh, he, had play, he, he had to play the game. He had to play the game. Yep. Play the game. I, I shared it on Facebook as quick as I could. I said, them boys look sharp as a damn tack. Yeah. Knowing that the second... That, that was over. He probably yeah, had to cut off underneath. He was had to cut off all underneath. He probably had it underneath. Riley didn't have that shit on long to save his life. I love but it. I, but I used to not get that side of. Yeah. It. I didn't used to get that. Sometimes you know I used to. I I still love Cody Johnson and Cody Jinks and Sturgill and all of them. And I love the way that they act like they don't sell out. But mm-hmm. when you realize everybody, when you get to a point, and it's not really selling out. as I think going along. Yeah. It, it is is more like it. Yeah. When you figure that part out of it, I think you got yeah. it a lot easier. It yeah. is because like when we do corporate events, like when we played uh, for Volvo in California, we I knew I needed to put a jacket on, yeah, and mm-hmm. and and my nice hat, you know, no big deal. I'm, I have no problem doing that for big shows. They're, they're paying you me enough money to put a jacket on. Right. Yeah, I've got enough sense to do that. It's you know, so I got no problem with it. It's not selling out. It's just you know, dress for the it's show. It's a game face. Yeah, you, you dress for put the show. Your game face on. Okay. You know, you're not gonna go on the basketball court without your shorts and your tank top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was giving me shit about this today, uh, or it might be yesterday. But like, I went to uh, her middle school tryouts yesterday. And uh, had these actually these same jorts on because they were the only thing that was half ass clean at the house all the day. And I had on uh, an ice cube cutoff that was bleached out <laughs> or whatever. And I don't even think about it because when I'm home, I dress down. Like yeah, you're I, relaxed. I, yeah, I'm relaxed. You're relaxed. But if you saw me in Nashville mm-hmm. or you saw me at a show in Macon or whatever that I'm hosting, mm-hmm. oh, I'm full blown trying mm-hmm. to look nice. And back in the day, That's I wouldn't what? have cared. But appearance with this is half yeah. of it. It really is. We were just man. talking about it the other day. We were like, like you mentioned basketball. Like they have to dress up prior to the game. Yeah, they wear coat and tie before the game. They have to wear suit and tie before the game. Yeah. It's an image. Yeah. It's an image. But they ain't about to go play the game. Nah. But no suit and tie. It's just, it's an image. It's how do you want people to view you? Well, I've even got to where now, I used to think that people that wore sunglasses inside, I was like, you're a fucking asshole. Like, why are you wearing sunglasses inside? Because I'm high. No, yeah. I'm no, no, it is. It, <laughs> I would like to wear sunglasses I, inside all the time. I never stop wearing them now when I'm out. Like, it doesn't matter where I'm out. I'm going to have a pair of like amber shades or, or like are the yellow ones on now, mm-hmm. and I've just got so used to it. But it's also I want to stand out. I yeah. want I want to look like okay maybe this guy's something whether I ain't shit or not. Like I want to look different than everybody else. Right. So I kind of get that. And to be a hundred percent honest, people ask me to. They don't take pictures with me when I'm sober. Nobody gives a shit about taking a picture with me. When I am sober, <laughs> when I am fucked up, mm-hmm. that's when they want a picture. Yeah. And I swear mm-hmm. to God, I look like Forrest Whitaker. They want to catch you I got you a whole droopy ass eye. <laughs> yeah, something about the, yeah, They want to catch yeah, you slipping. <laughs> yeah, one of my eyes is closed. And like, not, there's a picture of me and John Langston from the Blue Room last year. I started not to post it. Like, I, I started not to because I am 
You've never seen a picture of somebody more obviously drunk in their life. <laughs> I was hammered. <laughs> and I knew right then, I will never go out in public drinking again like without some sunglasses on. You will not know from my eyes again. You At least know what? It's tips. funny, but people think that way, but it's not always a fact. Yeah. Um, for me, where we play up and down the coast, I wear sunglasses. And yeah. You know, people automatically assume, like, I had people when we were coming, they were like, hey, where can we get that good stuff? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, they just what, assume. Do you, what do you mean? Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't have anything. <laughs> he was like, where can I? I was like, dude, I have my sunglasses on because all the light show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're on stage. That neon messes with you. And all those lights. Neon, but I was, lights yeah, the you. lights. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm blinded up here. <laughs> it, it's weird. I, I used to not even know that was a thing. And now, after being, what? Because the only place I'm ever really up there for a long period of time is Live Oak. But those lights in your eyes the whole time, yeah, it, they'll mess with you a little bit. And I like to connect to the, to the crowd. Yeah. So if those lights are blinding me, I do, and it's not being some type of way. But I do ask if they can kind of angle them a certain way. It's like yeah. I can still be visible, but I also want to see who's here. Yeah. That that's my connection. I kind of, I do want to see you. I want to see who's in front of me. Anyway, we met in an open mic. Yeah, I was actually going to roll back to <laughs> that fucking question. Is that where we started? Yeah, we started at, I, I literally, I don't know why I've just been watching. Oh. I, I'm trying to, I know where we need to stop time-wise. And like, I was thinking to myself, oh God, we just went 25 minutes yeah. and talked about everything besides the question I asked. <laughs> I was like, this is a great fucking show. Those are the best, like those are the best shows. Like I told y'all before we start. Like I, my idol in this stuff is Howard Stern. Like mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. Howard Stern. Nobody's done the country music version of Howard Stern. Nobody. And that's what I want to be. Like I got a long way to go, but that's that's what I want to be. But people are so honest and so comfortable in being honest on yeah. his his new show and what how he's reinvented himself. Yeah, yeah. I really really like. I did too. The new Howard Stern and what he's done and how he does it. And you're on your way because yeah. it's just making people feel comfortable and just well, that, being themselves. That's the right. best compliment I think yeah. you can ever get if you do what I do. Mm-hmm. Like is I just want people to be able to come in here, talk about their life, talk about whatever you want to talk about and just be comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Y'all, I got on a onesie and some flip no. <laughs> <laughs> What's fucked up is there's been people in here with onesies and flip flops. If you were, I told you, baby, I could have did it. You could have, you could have, you could have did it. Honey. If y'all ever want to have a hell of a time with with this, we do these things. They're drunk shows, and it is where you will have seven or eight songwriters or whoever in, in here, and we will start off. One of my favorite things to do is, as much as I love hearing originals, I like to ask the artist. Hey, play the song that made you want to be an artist. Oh, that's good. Like, play us that. And then what happens is it snowballs from one artist doing it to, oh, by the way. Because to me, music to y'all has become a job. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and like to get reminded every once in a while mm-hmm. that it's also a passion and you love it or right. whatever. And when to. you're surrounded by folks like that, mm-hmm. it, we've had shows that where it was supposed to be, hey, we're going to play a couple originals and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Not a single fucking original was played in mm-hmm. four hour show. <laughs> yeah. Except for like the deep cut, like the deep stuff, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the, the sad, mm-hmm. I wrote this one because my pawpaw died or something. Yeah. Like, well, I've like, never yeah. recorded this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Like just that. Been holding on oh, to man. It. Yeah. The, you get some good shit mm-hmm. when that happens. But like it'll turn into 
a whole George Jones set, like just from everybody <laughs> or some some stuff like that, some Earl Thomas Conley and shit. That's cool. And man, I'm telling you, it is so much fun. But when we do the next one like that here, when we yeah, got artists down, man, y'all yeah. come down. You boy, yeah. you will never be more comfortable mm-hmm. in our room and have more fun. And we talk the most shit <laughs> to each other, uh, especially when somebody messes up a song. <laughs> Like I thought oh, that was I, I'm sure it happened. I thought that was your fave. I thought yeah. you I thought you knew the fucking word. Yeah. It, it was always hilarious when somebody's just bragging on us. I think one of my buddies, uh, I think I think it was Justin. Um I think it was Justin and you go you need to I need to hit that. It's right here. Let's go ahead. <laughs> Y'all can keep it going with Okay. <laughs> um yeah, don't ever be scared to get up and just go. <laughs> I promise you, I got to piss. I'm just going to be like, y'all talk and get the hell up. Uh, but um, one of my buddies, he was doing Where the Corn Don't Grow. And he talked five minutes about this song and what he meant to him. And the second this son of a bitch started playing, he got through the first verse. Couldn't remember the second one. <laughs> then messed up the chorus when he was doing it. And I tell you, we gave that boy shit. And it's like, it must not have meant too Look, much to it you. It does. It does. I, it happens, okay? You have to see it from a, a musician's standpoint oh, yeah. or an artist's standpoint. When you're doing your own songs, yeah, it's one thing. And even when you, you got that one that you wrote a long time ago yeah. and then it was meaningful to you at that point, yeah. and you just like, oh, I remember that one time. But, you know, the verses, you did them all out of order or the chorus was messed up or whatever. But when you learn somebody else's song, it's like that. Hey, will that you hit, says will something you hit to me. The light in the bathroom. That fan is loud as <laughs> hell. It'll sound like a helicopter in the background. <laughs> like that song said something to me. Yeah. But it was probably that one line. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot all the rest of them, but it was that one liner that just came to me, or the chorus spoke to me. It was just. I get you, I get. you can't. You can't count them on. You can't count them out on that one. I'm the worst about that. Like asking people to play shit because in my mind it's like that's my favorite song of yours. How don't you know? <laughs> Eric, I, I got this guy named Trey Landon that's from South Georgia that lives in Nashville now. And we've known him. Hell, me and him have probably been friends ten years before he ever moved to Nashville. And he's got this song. It's called. It's, it's called Puppy Dog. It, he's never recorded it. Never done nothing to it. And it's the most Keith Whitley ass song. I've ever heard it's not Keith Whitley. <laughs> and he will tell you, he's like, I'll try it. And he fucks it up every time. But it's like great how he messes it up. But he also reminds us, he's like, I wrote that fucking 10 years ago. Yeah. I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah, man. If you don't do a song every night. Regularly. Yeah, regularly. You you just, you forget it. It's just the way it is. Well, tell, tell everybody a little bit how, besides y'all met at the, at the open uh, mic. Open mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got this. Yeah. Like how y'all how y'all came together and did music and everything. And we'll play a couple songs. So I'm gonna give you my version. He he is a different version. I don't know how yours comes out, but we met at the Hummingbird. I hosted an open mic night there. And um I did tw- Tennessee whiskey and he came and sang the harmonies and played guitar alongside of me. And I was like, Oh, hello. <laughs> he he knows what he's doing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going into details. I am. <laughs> he's a bearded man, and I asked him. I said, "Look, can I braid your beard?" He said, "No, I don't like people touching me." The same way. <laughs> so check this out, ladies. Here you go. You don't take no for an answer. 
I said, I'm going to Yes, you do, beer. ladies. Don't be touching my beard. <laughs> I'm a married man. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll tell them not to take a no for an answer. <laughs> I'm your husband. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Smart man. So, that is a smart man. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I braided his beard, and I have the picture to prove it. That was the night we met, and we have been inseparable ever since. How long ago was that? 20... 17? Somewhere in there. Yeah, 2017. That's cool. It was January the 2nd. It was after New Year's, so I met him at the beginning of the year. We were married by the end of the year. Hell November yeah. November 28th. That's right. When did y'all start playing together? Almost immediately. Almost immediately? Yeah. Almost immediately. I bet, and it's got to be like a cool, I'll never get to experience this because I can't sing, but I bet when y'all's harmonies... Like when y'all started harmonizing with each other, you're like, okay, there's something special here. It was here. amazing. Yeah, I oh, bet it was. There's a chemistry was, there. That we was the first knew. thing we noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got a buddy and a girl that's going through the same shit right now, and both of them. I hope it works for them, and they're like in the baby stages of it. Yeah. But she was sitting right where you were sitting a couple of days ago um, when we recorded the episode with her. And she was talking about, I just feel comfortable on stage. I've never felt more comfortable on stage mm-hmm. than I do with this person, and. Everything just lines up so good with them, and I was like, "It's happening." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "I get, I know what's going on here." It could be. It, it goes the other way a lot. Yeah, it probably goes the opposite way more more than not because you know musicians try to, you know, you meet and you, I don't know. Sometimes well, it, it works. I, sometimes I didn't realize how difficult it was to navigate a relationship in entertainment or music and anything until the past two years. Yeah, between jealousy and just mm-hmm. bullshit and everything, yeah, like it's got to be kind of a a relief for y'all to that both of y'all are chasing the same thing. Yeah, and we're a team. It is. We're it's, a team. That yeah. makes it, it's not like I'm chasing my solo career and yeah. she's chasing her solo career. Then it might be difficult because yeah. then we're competing for time and energy, and you're gone all the time, and I'm gone all the time. So we're on the same team, competing for the same. You're not know, competing. Working for the same goal and same dream. It's, That's cool. I, I've seen a you know. lot. I haven't seen the opposite side of it, but I've seen a lot of men that are on the road all the time, and they just catch a lot of shit from their old ladies or whatever. And I, I could never deal with that. Like I, I couldn't because like what I want, I'm so passionate about, yeah. and I hate that people are like that. So I love to see the fact that both of y'all are just like, yeah. Are so good and vibe mm-hmm. so good together. And you like, have to. Have it's working that. for a common goal. Thank right. you. You have Thank to have you. that. Um. And it when, shows on stage, by the way. Yeah. I, oh, hell yes. <laughs> no, I do. I tell people all the time, I'm like, he's my security blanket. Yeah. Um, there are times, because he does do, like, the duo loop shows sometimes, that he'll so leave and he'll be like, I know, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, man. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I'll look for a song. And then that he'll find a song, find that he can song that he can loop. I'll find some song that I can, I'll take the loop pole and I'll, I'll loop and it and I'll and then he'll see leave. you later. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. He'll leave. <laughs> but this is how dependent I am on him is because when he leaves, it takes a part of me like yeah. with him. And it's weird because I can't do the show how I would. And then he's just going around the corner. But that's just how much... I need him on stage with me. The same with me. If she if she takes off and goes to the bathroom or whatever, same thing. I'm like, where's that harmony? Where's you know? It's not there. It's, you know, so yep. it, it's the you same look way. For certain you things. Start, you're used to having this every yeah, night. You're, you're used to it. this song going this way. You used yeah. to, and 
he's just become he's my security blanket i need him that's so cool yeah uh the harmonies by the way that was the first thing Mm -hmm. like i don't even know what we were supposed to be doing that night but i remember i was not leaving until y'all were done Mm. like (laughs) it was just i didn't understand why y'all were playing there like it's one of those things to where i love ron i love cashman's or whatever Mm -hmm. but up to that point, I'd only seen like certain types of artists play there. Mm-hmm. And I was impressed by some, but none that I was ever just like, I'm going to sit here and not go to another bar just to listen to them. And y'all just, between the harmonies and your song choices and everything. That was two or three years ago, wasn't it? Because no, it was last year. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it might be last year. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> it was last year. I'm surprised yeah. that we were. It was last year. Yeah, I think Cashman's was last year. <laughs> we yeah. must have just. Unless, my, unless no. I, I know I've drank a lot the past two no, years. No, it was last year. <laughs> okay. You scared played. the shit out of me over here. Yeah. It was we like, have, look, our time run. Must have, I think yeah. it may have been the one time we played there yeah. last year. We played there once. Well, it was good. Thank well, you. We appreciate it. Speaking of that, you want to play a couple songs for him? Yeah, we can sure. we can um we can play some George Jones or something. I'm just kidding. Oh, you can. <laughs> hey, I'm just hey, kidding. Hey, 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 hey. I'm just oh shit. <laughs> uh, no, we're gonna play our music. Yeah, it ain't it ain't one of them drunk nights. Yeah, y'all can do whatever you want. That's that's the thing. Like we got we've got about 20 minutes left on this one. Maybe even we probably can do longer now if we need to. There's no rush on it. But y'all play what y'all want. Cause my thing is I want. If there's a chance that there's a listener that hasn't got to hear y'all yet, I don't want them to, you know, I want them to get as much as you as they can. So gotcha. don't don't feel like you're limited to three. Don't feel like you got to do three. Just do whatever y'all are comfortable with and tell them about it and just have fun with it. That's the most important part. All right. So we have a 45-minute set. Where, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Somebody better get me a fucking beer then. <laughs> I'm down. Gracie, you're driving home. <laughs> Call an Uber. Y'all got Ubers? Hell no. <laughs> you seen this shitty town when you came in there? God bless them. They still, they still read the Bible on the courthouse lawn, but they ain't got no fucking food you need to eat here, and they ain't got no Ubers. Man, y'all got a Walmart. Y'all got a Walmart. We saw Have it you seen on it? our drive-in. No, we ain't seen it. Our Walmart is literally the size of a Dollar General. We got the smallest <laughs> Walmart on the planet. Like it, It's ridiculous. I don't know how it's so small. <laughs> it's a Dollar General. Yeah. That's what it might as well fucking be. Yeah. I can't. Hard to sing when you're staring at Mike Tyson. When I first started the studio, I needed some uh, I needed some eyes on me. And like I picked Dennis Rodman, Mike Tyson, Joe Rogan, and Howard Stern. Because I wanted to be like honest with myself when I was doing this. And I knew like if I was sitting here across from somebody and I thought they were full of shit, or I didn't like what they was doing, or if I needed to get emotional. Or dive deep into somebody. I was like, these four, and I had a Richard Pryor one at one point in time. I don't know I what. I, I love fucking Richard Pryor. <laughs> me too. But like, I knew that them staring back at me, it'd be like if I had that moment to where like, should I say this or shouldn't I? It's like, what would Mike Tyson do? Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna say some shit. Like, why not? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gotta keep you in check. Absolutely. <laughs> So what y'all gonna do first? Uh, we're gonna do a song uh, called "Ride with You." It's, of course, the, uh, everything we're gonna do is original. It's our our music, the Boswells, and uh, 
We're on Spotify and Apple Music and all the streaming platforms. YouTube if you're cheap. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go to MySpace and AOL. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> That's good. That's his thing. He likes to tell people. You can find us on MySpace. I'm like, who's that? Hey, if you're on MySpace, come on. You're, you're better than most of the people to sit in where you're sitting because they're going to say go to Pornhub or some other bullshit. They're going to say some bullshit. Well, I, know. I appreciate you keeping it to my space and right? it's, it's not a problem. I usually say, you know, come on, stop by Grinder, make sure you swipe right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, this is why he needs a second half. <laughs> We could fly to Peru, stay in a fancy hotel room. We could rocket to the moon and come back down to Earth again. We could see all the shows, maybe a cruise to Barbados. We could climb up top of Mount Everest, join a circus caravan. I don't care where this old road called life takes us As long as I ride with you We could travel the coast And we'd jump from boat to boat We could bungee in New Zealand Deep dive to the we could share a stage with Shelton, maybe talk with Willie Nelson. We could sell our figurines, the whole world is at our door. I don't care where this old called life takes us, as long as I ride with you. Slipped on your white dress. We said our ideas and I became your open sense. It felt like heaven. We could launch into space, follow you anytime, any place. Maybe you're the only reason God said me. I don't care where this old road called life takes us. I don't care where this old road called life takes us. I don't care where this old road called life takes us. As long as I ride with you. As long as I ride. Absolutely, that is solid. Y'all's harmonies are so stupidly good. It's so like I don't want this to come off bad. It's so sexy that it's stupid. It's silky. It is so silky. Silky, sexy, stupid. Silky, sexy, stupid. All the three S's. Right here, Josh Terry told us. Him. Put it in the press release. There you go. Hey, that needs to be like the next album. The name mm. of the next album. <laughs> Silky, sexy, stupid. Mm. That is so good. 
Thanks, Thank man. You. And it's effortless. That's what I love about a lot of artists that we have around is it's almost like y'all wasn't even trying and it sounded that good. Mm, we were trying. Well, mm. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that song actually stemmed from was a, Nashville trip. a Nashville trip. No shit. Yep. That's cool. We took a Nashville trip and we went down to Broadway and tried to have a drink at every bar on Broadway. <laughs> That's impossible. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Especially when in you're case. not drinking beer. In, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that mellow mushroom. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm big on like, uh, everybody's big on it. I don't know why I said the lyrics of a song or whatever, but I really like the one in there. Put on your black suit and I'll put on the white, or the white dress line. Oh, nice. That's smooth. Yeah. That, that is smooth. Well, we haven't even uh, put that one out yet. So. Oh, really? Yep. That's I thought. It, I thought I saw that one on YouTube earlier. Uh, if it's on YouTube, you it saw it on a couch. show, yeah. okay. a radio show, because the only place we've been doing is just trying them out, putting it out there, letting that's them get. That's what we try to do is get response before yeah. we put them out and see how they're doing. Yeah. But I think this one's going to wind up. That one's good. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're trying to find the market done. for it, which I guess well, Americana is going to be on I, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of artists now that aren't even like, they'll put a, a verse or the chorus yeah. on the, on TikTok, TikTok or Instagram, right. whatever, not even have the rest of the song wrote. Yeah. They'll just do that, and if there is some good positive feedback, write it. then they'll go back and <laughs> write the rest, write the rest of, of it. Of the and it's like, you cheating son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I don't like that at all. Like, I, that, that one don't really like, vibe with me. me. That's a hit. Okay. Okay, now <laughs> let me finish writing it. Yep. That's, that's a good plan. Sad thing, though, now, days is people get a big TikTok following or whatever, and then they're at a show and people come see them and the audience only knows that 15 second yeah and they kind of check out after that it's like well they don't know yeah. anything else the, about the song and don't the, care about the it. problem that a lot of folks have had too is they've never performed oh, it's yeah. okay to do it behind a screen mm. but i've seen several that get out there and just freeze and there's like one there's a couple in particular that has such a big follow and they're like i'm gonna try country music Mm. I hate that. That's I mm. fucking mm. despise it. Like <laughs> you wasn't doing it before, but now because you have a following, now you want to try it. Mm. Yeah, there's a couple when this is like this is fucking trash. Mm -hmm. Like and it, but also I'm so opinionated. I'm. Well, so I just I I don't disagree with you in that aspect only because um, I grew up with all types of music. Yeah. So you know. One side of family would be listening to this and this pattern, but my mom liked country music. My yeah. grandfather played country music. And uh, he was supposed to be the first African-American country western artist to play at Capricorn Studios. Oh, that's cool. But uh, he ended up passing. Oh, I'm sorry. To play there. I was three years old. Right. He, yeah, it, I mean, I take that, but that's what I came from. You know, I yeah. come from a long line of singers and, and artists. But what I took from country, just growing up listening to country, is the fact that it tells a story. Yeah. You have to have a story to tell. You can't make it up. It, that, it does not come across the same. Yeah. It, you, you just can't. Ed Sheeran this week. I'm, I like Ed Sheeran. He did a song with Luke Combs at uh, CMA's, whatever the hell it was. And Ed said, I'm going to do a country album now just because I love the storytelling so much. There's something different about 
as the songwriting and stuff in country music. Oh, no doubt about it. It's a it's heart film. Yeah. It's not something that I just said, okay, I'm just going to do this today. Yeah. Well, I always try to put it to folks like this. It's a way of life to a bunch of us. So when you actually hear somebody singing about the actual way you were raised, the life you live now, yeah. It's a connection. Yeah. It is. I definitely love that. You over there just turning me on with that. I'm just <laughs> letting you know. That right there. I can listen to that shit all day. said you like the blues. Oh, absolutely. Do you want to know the story We do blues? Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. That's what we're doing this for. Well, I was supposed to play for the governor of Georgia. Got asked to do Georgia on my mind. It's yeah. a song I do. And uh, I don't know how he found out about it or saw it or something. I don't know what it was, but anyway. And uh, I got the brilliant idea that I was going to do my Georgia song which is a blues song called Peach State of Mind, which is the one I'm playing right now. And uh, I showed up to the governor's, whatever it was, the governor's ball. I don't remember what it was for, but and uh, they said, you know, here comes Dwayne Boswell to do the the, the state song. The state song. Which is Georgia <laughs> on my mind. Oh, I'm going to love you. <laughs> All right, and, this is going. And, and this is what I did. Instead of Ray Charles's Georgia on the mind, I did the Boswell's. Peach state of mind. I've been living in a peach state of mind. I've been living in a peach state of mind. The place compares At least not none That I can find Homegrown in Georgia A place I know so well Homegrown in Georgia, unless I know so Because I love those Georgia peaches. That's me. And those pretty little southern bears. That's why I stay, why I stay, why I stay in a peak state of mind. That's why I stay, why I stay, why I stay in a peak state of mind. Oh, I get pretty homesick now for the smell of those Georgia pines. Yes, I do. 
play a little bit for you? child support I would owe if I could do that. <laughs> Jesus. Man, you know just how to work it, boy. Hell yes. And needless to say, the old governor never asked me back. Well, <laughs> I've been kicked out of better places, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's Georgia. <laughs> oh, Holy yes. shit. Oh. I mean, how you deny something like that? I don't know how. <laughs> well, see, I, I thought they were just going to throw Ray Charles' song away and put mine in. But Hell, I, they might. Was, <laughs> uh, maybe we need a new governor. Uh, who knows? <laughs> probably. Probably. I've had the folks that were running for office last year in here. And uh, there's some that are really cool, and there's some that's just like, well, we could do without you. Yeah, we, we could do without you. Yeah. For real. Oh, but thank you to the Senate for giving me uh, what y'all gave me and acknowledging me. Oh, look at that. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are not the ones I'm speaking of right now. You're absolutely wonderful. Yeah, that's not, that's nothing to do with the governor. Yeah, he didn't sign it. That's awesome. That's why I can talk shit a little bit. Uh, This is when you want it to be a video. Uh, podcast, so we could put all this stuff up. Yeah. I guess you still could if you want to have a lot of editing, but yeah. <laughs> I, well, that's one thing about the show. I don't, I don't edit at all. You just put it up. I just put it up, man. I just that's let great. it. Well, the thing is, is like, I want it to be where the listener feels like they're here with us. Yeah. And if you start editing it and making it too clean yeah. or taking out shit or whatever, it takes yeah. the originality, it takes the raw out of it. It does. Man, and who wants to you can go listen to that shit on radio? Yeah. I, I want it to be raw, rough. I want it mm-hmm. to be something that when they listen to, they could only hear it that's here. That's right. I think that's what I like about Joe Rogan's. Uh, oh, absolutely. It, just, it might be three or four hours. You just don't know. And it don't matter. And who 
cares? I mean, what, are the being, what are the sponsors going to do? Pull out? Hey, if you're being, <laughs> well, see, like, I always set it up with somebody if they're coming in and be like, hey, let's do at least an hour. And if the conversation's going good, let it keep going. Like, yeah. I don't have a time limit on it. It's like, y'all are, are awesome. I could talk to y'all all day. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm having fun, too. Yeah, and, but, like, you get some folks... Yeah. Man, and it, yeah. it's usually the folks that have a big social media following too. It always tickles yeah. me. They are good in one aspect mm-hmm. of that behind the camera shit, mm-hmm. but then you put them in front of a mic, mm-hmm. and then you're telling them you got to be original on the spot right. and just conversate. Oh, you find out real quick why it takes some of these folks so long to edit videos and everything else. And well, that, I mean, look at look at actors and talk shows. A lot of times, actors. Oh, Horrible. Oh, absolutely. On talk shows. They don't know what to do. And you put a stand-up comedian, and they're just great because they know how to talk for, I, the, for the most part. Yeah, that's, I'm I'm a big fan of like stand-up comedians about all my social media I is. Love it. Yeah, I'm a big Tom Segura guy oh, and Burt cool. Chrysler. Or I can't even say his name, last name right, Chrysler. And uh, Rogan, especially. Yeah. Chappelle is like. He's the king. Man. Yeah, well, to me, Richard Pryor is 1A and Dave Chappelle is 1B. Dave Chappelle is a different breed altogether. He is a storyteller. He is, boy, he's a voice of a generation. He's something. He's he's much. He's more than everybody else, in well, my opinion. They're the only two that I've ever seen that can take a taboo subject or whatever they're talking about and not only make you laugh but make you think. Yeah, like they can make you learn a lesson. Always. Yeah, and this is like. Chappelle's the, Chappelle's the he's, he's the king of it, man. To be able to get up and talk about the subjects he talks about, and still and never have a backlash from yeah. it. I mean, of course, he has one from transvestites a little bit. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I call them transformers here. I I don't give a fuck. Transformers. Yeah, it doesn't. But it's to me, I don't care who you are, what you do with that aspect of your life behind closed doors. As long as you're not being a dick to me, I really don't care. But don't tell me that I have to believe in what you believe in or vice versa. You don't yeah. have to have my beliefs. Why can't we all just respect yeah, each other? That's right. And realize yeah. we're just different walks of life. That's true. That's it. And, I, th- and I think that's where like Chappelle and some of these other well-known celebrities have stuck their foot in their mouth because they haven't realized that their opinion is just as valuable as these other folks. And you don't have to bow down to no fucking body. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet. The day's coming to where somebody's going to be like, you need to apologize. And I'm going to tell them they need to kiss my ass. Yeah. That it, my opinion is my opinion. That's what a free country is for. Yeah. Freedom of speech is until, up there for a reason. Yeah. Until China takes us over here in the next couple of years, I'm going to still uh, say what the fuck I want to. Lord, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And I want to keep our paper money. Stay oh, absolutely. Now. I said that's my political <laughs> statement right there. There you go. I like it. Me and you Keep get along just money. fine. Keep our paper money. Yeah, that one world currency is going to be the death of everybody. We don't right? need it. I need to see my $100 tips coming in. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, some of us don't work straight for We need some cash, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To get on that pole, I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make some money on a fucking pole. They'd pay me to put it back on. <laughs> Oh. Well, we got one more to do. Baby, How about you can take that? take it off all day long. I'm here for it. I love you too. So fucking much. <laughs> Y'all fit in just perfect. <laughs> all right, you want to do this song? You want to tell the, tell the intro to this? Yeah, I'll tell it. Um, 
IDC came from. What is this song called? IDC. IDC. Okay. All right. For all the old folks that don't know the abbreviations, is I don't care. Mm. <laughs> you had me confused for a minute. Yeah, I don't care. IDC. And it came from a standpoint of not wanting to be heartbroken. Okay. So it's not a heartbreak song. It's a song that says, I put myself back together. Ooh. And I don't need you. But it was prior to Mr. Dwayne Boswell here. It's prior to me? Yeah. That's a relief. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do need him. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go play in traffic now because I'm single at 35. <laughs> I appreciate it. Dodge on the black cars. No. <laughs> I didn't see no traffic outside, bro. Um, I'm going to find the only, the only truck that's coming down uh, Peacock Street and just be like playing chicken with it. Yours is coming. I, I don't rush. I've never been married. I'm waiting on, I'm waiting on what I got. I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I'm a dickhead, but I'm a hopeless romantic. That was me. I've, I've never been married before. And I said, you know what? When I did it, I was going to do it right. Yep. And if it didn't work, I'd never do it again. But I am right here with me, you. It worked. Well, it's obvious. <laughs> it's, not, it's radiating in the studio. Right? Don't look the, for it. This studio is so used to yeah. whiskey and sadness and, right now, and lonely. Here's the key. Here's the key. Like he said, you don't look for it. Oh, yeah. You let it be generic. You That's just the deal. do what you do. You be you. And when it's time, you'll know. Absolutely. That person will come across your path and it'll come through like a bolt of light. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, here we go. You used to be my novocaine. My body go numb and my knees get weak. Oh, yeah. But now I.
Woo! Uh, will y'all do one so I got a good clip of something to tease the show with? <laughs> if you don't mind. I bet y'all can guess what I'm going to ask y'all to do. And it's, I, I want to hear y'all do Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> but it's a good clip. And it's not, by the way, I like the George Jones version better. But I know the one that y'all do. And it's so fucking good. All the originals are really, really good. Okay. I really like them. I just want something for clickbait. All right. If that's cool you with y'all. Just do the first chorus? Yeah, y'all don't have to do the whole thing. Let's do the first chorus in harmony. Okay. You is smooth. It's Tennessee whiskey. You're as sweet as strawberry wine. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. Honey, I stay so on your love all the time. That's what you call clickbait, so they'll listen to the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will tease the shit out of that. I just want to tell y'all thank you so much for coming to hang out for a little bit. Thank you for having um, us. Do y'all have like a uh, just a couple dates in your mind that are coming up that y'all have shows or where they're at? Uh, we have a, a big show in Dublin, Georgia, Saturday. I don't know if this is going to air before. Oh, yeah, it's coming out tonight May. or in the morning. I don't okay. edit. I don't. Nice. That's why I wanted y'all to drop uh, the Crawfish 20th? Festival. Yeah, Crawfish Festival. It. May 20th, uh, Crawfish Fest. We're doing 90 minutes at fi uh, 5 o'clock or 5.30. Get there at 5. And uh, it's full band with the horn section. It's going to be a, a, a really rocking, jamming, funky, New Orleans-type vibe. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So that's the that most recent thing we have. And then we'll be... The next week we'll be in the Charleston area, Folly Beach, and. Um, but y'all probably list all, all your dates stuff. on your Instagram yeah. and all yeah, that kind of do. stuff, right? Follow us at the Boswells, B O Z W E L L Z at the Boswells. Follow us, and and uh, we'll be coming to your city if you're on the East Coast, and we'll be back on the West Coast, uh, I think, in like in August or so. So. Well, I know Saturday we're going to come watch out the Crawfish Festival come on, already. Come on, with us. Right, yeah. Don't think I won't. I can drink Saturday, too. I won't come have a kid. In. Yeah. <laughs> My asshole kid will be with her mom, so that's oh. fine. I'll, I'll cut hey loose and have a hey good time now. with you. Uh, she knows, sweet. She, watch it. To us, to me, she was really very watch sweet. Watch it. Trust me. She is. She's an amazing kid. <laughs> let me tell you. When I say I'm getting exactly what I deserve, I'm getting exactly what I deserve. We are She's too. super smart. She's everything but that fucking mouth. <laughs> but I can't even get I mad wonder, about it because I, I got wonder, the same damn thing. But I wonder where she gets it. Oh, she got it fair. <laughs> that part right she, there. I'm a smart ass that her mama's got anger issues. I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but thank y'all so much. And, thank you uh, for having us. Anytime, man. Enjoy I want y'all to come back and jam with us all. Uh, anytime that everybody's here, y'all yeah. would be a great addition to those shows. That'd be fun. We look forward to it. Well, cool. Well, thank y'all, and uh, thank each and every one of y'all for listening to the Josh Terry podcast. We will check y'all later.